This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Hansen. I want to welcome you to this shortwave radio program. Tonight I have two separate interviews that you're going to enjoy. One was with Bill Henderson, power team. He died twice. The second one is with Sydney Hemingmore, prophetic woman describing her terminal illness and spirit of death that was broken off her. In between, you're going to hear my daughter sing. Her name is Talitha. Word of God speak. Let's begin. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles saving nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org, worldministries.org. See what Eagles saving nations are all about. We need to stop this communist takeover. They're trying to topple the republic. And if that happens, Christians are going to really go through persecution. Worldministries.org. We need Pentecost once again to come down. So Christians can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation. Join Eagles Saving Nations today. Now, my guest today is Dr. Bill Henderson, founder of the Power Team, uh, alias Manaman. Uh, Bill, welcome back. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, I was I wasn't the original founder. It was John Jacobs. But we were all part of that for many years. And then later we uh, transferred over to working with YWAM. And now there's a Team Extreme International that's got 21 teams winning souls in 21 nations. Wow. So to God be the glory. You never know what God's going to do with you when you just stay out there on the front lines, Dr. Jonathan. Well, I agree. So, uh, Bill, uh, what have you been up to uh Uh, lately? I have been traveling. uh, Someone gifted the ministry here, a a van that gets very good gas mileage. In the last nine, 10 months, I put about 75,000 miles uh, traveling, crisscrossing the U.S. And uh, tomorrow on the, on the, from the time we're doing this broadcast, tomorrow is my 45th spiritual birthday so right now I am flashing back, remembering that drug overdose where God took a dope dealer and made a hope dealer wow. in 1978. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You know, why don't you, why don't you, uh, you know, I've had you on several times and, but if a person has never um, listened 
to your testimony or uh, watch. You know, most of these yeah. are on radio and television now. We do them simultaneously. Yeah. And uh, we would have done it by Zoom, but uh, today you're not able to. But because uh, uh, then we would have had you on television, too. But why don't you give a, a little bit of a history on that uh, uh, yeah. com- coming out of a dope dealer? Yeah. And uh, if anybody that's listening, I've written a couple of books. I'm working on my third one. They can go to remnantgatheringchurch.org, and I've got a book called uh, God's Radical Remnant, and i got another one called Secrets for the Seeker. One is on prophetic evangelism, and the other is on the importance of us to spend time daily in prayer. Out of a hundred people, doctor, that name the name of the Lord, about three to five percent actually have a life of devotion. And everything comes from that. But rewinding the tape, I always kind of laugh a little bit. I tell everybody, you know, I was born at a young age. And at that young age, I had a wonderful mother that imparted, and a sister, that imparted the God factor into my life. And and Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I was born with a disease called leg perthes. And that was uh, causing one leg to be about two and a half inches shorter than the other leg. My right leg was shorter. My hip socket was 50% gone. And I ended up as a young kid, uh, before five years old, spending about a year in the hospital in traction. And, but my mom would be coming there all the time and tell me about Jesus, how everything's going to be okay. Finally, the hospital released me. I went home. And I'm watching television, and I'm like everyone today is you're either watching this or you're listening on a device. And back in the 50s, I was watching TV, television. And Oral, Dr. Oral Roberts was preaching, talking about the name and the power and the salvation, and there's no other name under heaven that man can be saved, and how powerful that name was. And he encouraged people that were watching touch the television. So anybody that's listening today, if you just need a a change in your life, just connect with us right now and touch your device and agree with us towards the end when we have a prayer. When I did that, hours after touching the television, I was walking through the house. My mom let out a scream and she pointed out to me I wasn't limping anymore. And I didn't need a built-up shoe, a pair of crutches, and leg braces. My mom then took me back to the doctors. They x-rayed me. They concurred that this was a miracle. Now, fast forward. I'm 27 years old. I grew up in church. I sold Bibles. I knocked on doors. Uh, I did all the stuff that any good Baptist would do. And uh, friends of mine one night were bringing some stuff around called angel dust now even though i grew up in church and did all that and was baptized numerous times i still my i had head knowledge but i didn't have the heart knowledge and on december the 5th 1978 8 30 at night i overdosed on pcp wow and uh like the movie there's a movie called ghost i experienced something like that a dark shadow came grabbed me by the throat, pulled me out of my body, and started to take me through the floor. And I hear my mom, Dr. Jonathan Advance, I hear 
my mother saying, Billy, don't run from Jesus, run to him. And I'm pleading my case before God as this thing is dragging me through the floor. And I cried out and I said, Jesus, if you save me, I'll serve you, whatever you do. And I went back into a body that was in a pile that was obviously dead. And I stood up sober and coherent. Wow. Even a few hours after that, God was dealing with all three of us brothers. There was three of us that this, you know, we charged people rent to live. We were hellions. But my mom, uh, who was already in heaven at that time, and my sister were just really telling us about the Lord. And uh, so in California, uh, in Highland, there was three brothers that grabbed. We all grabbed each other by the neck. We rededicated, dedicated, however you want to say it, our life to Jesus. And now it's been 45 years of traveling the globe. As you guys know, I just got back from South Africa, my seventh trip. And I, I know I'm talking a lot here, but I'm a little bit excited. One of the pastors, Dr. Jonathan, that watched us on TV years ago and gave his life to the Lord watching the power team and breaking bricks with our head and bending steel bars. And I'm kind of known for breaking seven pair of handcuffs. And, and when he recognized me, he said, you've got to come to my church and preach. So I've been doing that for the last several years. Wow. Then I hope you guys are sitting down because I still pinch myself what I'm about to tell you. He transcribes my two books into Zulu in South Africa. And he was so happy to tell me, but the story continues. He looked up into the sky and he said, Lord, I've done what you asked me to do. I put Dr. Bill's books uh, in Zulu and he got a vision and he saw the word manuscript. And if you're, you're listening and watching this broadcast, be prepared for God to show up in your life and do something supernatural because we're living in those times. And God told this pastor, I've given you the ability to read, write, and speak 14 brand new languages. And I want you to put Dr. Bill's books in all 14. Wow. And this guy supernaturally all in a few minutes and I can't remember everything. It's like Portuguese and France and Arabic and all of these other languages that he can, he supernaturally can read, write, and speak those things. So, yeah. And then on top of that, we got into the prisons there in South, South Africa. And that's another whole story. And we had favor there. Now God's opened up, I think, a total of five or six, maybe even seven prisons. Anybody listening to this broadcast, if you want to make a trip with us to uh, South Africa, uh, contact J316globalrescue at gmail. J316globalrescue at gmail. And my dear friends, Bob and Dot Chance, we've traveled the world together for many, many, many years all over the globe. And uh, next June, I'll be making my... Uh, Lord willing, I'll be making my eighth trip, uh, New Beginnings, back to South Africa and going into the prisons, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, I hope I, hope I haven't uh, exploded on you too much there. I'm very excited to still be alive, uh, you know, having died twice in my life, once on a drug overdose, 
Later on, I crashed my Harley. A guy prayed for me, came back from the dead. And I'm here to tell you, if God's not done with you yet, he's just not done with you. So, hallelujah, my brother. Amen. Yes, sir. So I probably should let you ask me any questions you'd like besides all that. But yeah, this, is, this is good. This is good. Yep. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen once again, if you just tuned in to the warning program. I have with me Dr. Bill Henderson, one of the founders of the Power Team, and uh, alias Manaman. I'll tell you what, uh, he has just given a testimony how he died twice and God brought him back from the dead, how he overdosed in uh, drugs. God spared him once again. And I'll tell you what, what God is doing for Bill, or what God does uh, through me, he'll do for you. He can use you. You've just got to be willing uh, to allow him to use you. You've got to be willing. You've got to get out of the way. You've got to get your pride out of the way. And you need to let the Holy Spirit use you to do remarkable things. So, Bill, you just came back from South Africa. Yes, South Africa. I've made, like I said, seven trips there. We've been eight times to the Philippines, eight times to Haiti, 18 times to Brazil. I've lost track of Mexico. I, I took it serious when God said go into all the world and preach the good news of the kingdom of Almighty God to every creature. I took it to heart. And, uh, you know, back to that, I'm very much led to have people write down Joel 2, 25 and 26. And that is what walked me out of ICU after crashing my Harley. The Lord spoke to me those verses. And it says there that God will restore what the canker worm, the, the palmer worm, the locust, the crawling locust. In other words, all the devour. And we live in the very end times right now. And it is perilous times. And that word perilous means dangerous and difficult and fear and and just, you know, all the stuff that we're going through. But God says in the middle of all this, he will restore us and he will touch us with his Holy Spirit. The word wondrously in verse 26 means anything that's impossible. When the Holy Spirit touches it, it changes our status. So your viewing audience right now, I'm telling you, there is a name above every name and every thing that has a name and every eye will see and every knee bow to the mighty matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We look in the Bible, Joe, Joe, Jacob was a, was a cheater. Peter was tempted and he had a temper. We could go on. In other words, God will use anybody and everybody if you just keep running to him. David had an affair. Noah got drunk. Jonah ran from God. Paul was a murderer. We could go down the list of all the patriarchs, and they all messed up. And I'm just led, if anyone's listening right now, and those even on the broadcast, I'm telling you, God is a good God. Jesus is Lord, and he's just waiting for you to ask him to show up in your situation. Well, that is so very true. As you said, you, you look at the heroes of the Bible and they all had a testimony of having a lot of problems and God allowed them to uh, be used by him marvelously. It doesn't matter what they did. King David, 
You know, you you mentioned had an affair. Yeah, premeditated adultery, premeditated murder. And, yeah. and yet God forgave. And so there yeah. is grace out there. There's grace all through the Bible. And you need to understand that grace. God wants to give you grace. He wants to use you. And you need to give people grace too. Because the Bible says, if you forgive, I'll forgive you. And that is so, so true. Oh, boy. You've boy, got to, you've got to forgive one, if you want God to forgive you. Bill? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm, what's coming to me? Right? How much time do we have left, doctor? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. You know, the scripture says, you know, first of all, you got to dedicate your life to the Lord. But then when the Holy Spirit comes into your life and fills you, he empowers you. And the Proverbs 1130 says, he who is wise wins souls. And that word is strategic and cunning, crafty, subtle, intelligent, skillful, artful, learned, and shrewd. But my friends, none of that can take place unless we are a yielded vessel. We're living in the time where Isaiah says that darkness and gross darkness will cover the earth, but we are to arise and shine and let our light and the glory and let it rise upon us and let the brightness come. In the Hebrew, it literally says that we will endure against our enemies. We will remain. We will abide. The word shine means we're going to be so bright that people are going to notice us. The word light is morning fire and happiness. Glory is talking about the heavy, weighty presence of God. And he wants to bring an illumination and a shining into our life. Romans says that there's no other name given under heaven, but at the name of Jesus, that man can be saved. The scripture says in 1 John that this is the record, that God has given to us eternal life. This life is in his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son of God has not the life. These things are written to us who believe in the name Jesus of the son of God that we may know that we have eternal life. I feel like there are people listening that maybe you don't even know if your name is in the book of life. Maybe you know that you need to rededicate your life. Well, we can pray a prayer right now and I would be honored to, uh, Lead them in a prayer if that's a good time to do that. You Dr. do it. Jonathan. You do it right now, Bill. Okay. Well, here's a real simple, simple little. Uh, in Romans, it says if we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we shall be saved. And I'm telling, I tell everybody, I said, listen, for years I had head knowledge. But it took, it took something happening in my life that scared the hell out of me and got heaven into me. And in those traumatic situations, as I cried out to the Lord, and you might not have that bad of a deal in your life today, but no matter where you are, this is a good time to just confess before heaven who your Savior is. So, Guys, can I just lead us into prayer, and then I can hear you echo back, and everyone else can, can pray with me? Can we do that right now? Please. Okay. So here we go. Just say, Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. That God raised Jesus from the dead. That God raised Jesus from the dead. 
I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. That Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. He's my Lord. He's my Lord. My Savior. My Savior. Today, tomorrow, and forever. Today, tomorrow, and forever. And thank you, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God. For forgiving me of all my sins. For forgiving me of all my sins. And filling me with the Holy Spirit. And filling me with the Holy Spirit. In uh, Acts 19, 1 through 7, Paul was traveling the upper coast. And I tell everybody, this is the most important thing that can happen next to giving your heart to the Lord. And he found 12 disciples. His only question, Paul, that wrote over half the New Testament, he said, do you have the Holy Spirit? They responded, all 12 of them, we don't know what you're talking about. He said, well, how were you baptized? And they said, well, John baptized us. And he goes, yeah, but John said, I'll do it now temporarily, but stay believing on him that is on Christ Jesus, and he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with power. And when Paul laid his hands on him, Acts 19, 1 through 7, all 12 spoke in tongues and prophesied. So I release that through these airwaves right now that you listening to this broadcast, watching this broadcast, will have a brand, brand, brand new level of understanding and power and filling from the spirit of the living God. King of kings and Lord of lords, come on somebody and you will have power to witness. Amen. <laughs> and you will just go everywhere sharing your faith. Amen. And then contact Dr. Jonathan and let him know through his email and however his, uh, however his contact information, let him know that you prayed today. Let him know that you're believing God, that he's restoring all where the canker worm and the palmer worm, the locust, or all the disease, everything in your life that's gone wrong, God is in the middle of restoring what you need to have restored. Amen. You can telephone Amen. 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, or worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Org. And we can send you some literature to help you on your way. But uh, Bill, I'll tell you, uh, there's nothing better than seeing a life turn around. Uh, see, yeah. Seeing a life that, you know, so many people, even during programs, some people are ready to commit suicide, but all of a sudden, you know, a word was spoken and, and they stopped in their tracks and they turned their life around. And now... Yes. And now they're serving God. And, and these, yeah. are, these are the testimonies, and this is the reason why you and I do this. How, how, how long were you in drugs? Oh, my gosh. I probably started when I was, oh, I want to say 9, 10, 11 years old. I started dabbling. Wow. And then I went all the way to the age, even though I was in church. Even though I, you know, I went through these prayers, even though I got baptized, even though I sold Bibles, knocked on doors, I was 27 years old before it clicked that, man, there's something not right here. I mean, why, why am I keeping, why do I have one foot still in the world? And I know there's so many people that are listening right now. You got one foot in the world and you don't have to be like that anymore. Just when you give it all to God, then God gives it all to you. And uh, if anyone's listening right now, let me just read six verses to you. 
and it will be a blessing to you. And it's the classic Psalm 23. It says, the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is Jehovah, self-existing God, uncreated creator, sacred Adonai master is our shepherd. He's our pastor. We shall not want, we shall not lack. Here's what God's doing for the listening audience. He's making us lie down in green pastures. He's leading us beside his still waters. He is restoring our soul. He's leading us in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Guys, even though we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, and boy, I'm telling you, darkness is on the planet Earth right now. We will fear no evil because he's with us, his rod his staff, his word, his promises are comforting to us. He's prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. He's anointing our head with oil. Our cup runs over. In the Hebrew, it means God will increase your money and your money bags will be full. Woo, that's a good word right there. Amen. Surely goodness, verse 6, surely goodness and mercy are following us all the days of our life and we're dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. The Hebrew says, once we allow God, the word remnant, because he's coming for the remnant. When we allow, and the word remnant is someone who dies over and over to pride, survives many slaughters. And Psalm 23 says, when you let God burn out all the flesh, he will chase you down with a strong intent, almost to the point of being hostile. I mean, he's coming for you. He's chasing you, but he's coming with his fire and his glory and his joy and his provision, his power, his protection. He says he'll chase you down, heal your body, and protect you in every facet, even the animals in your home. If that's not good news, who wouldn't want to serve a God like that? The word salvation means to be delivered spiritually, mentally, socially, financially and academically. My friends, under those five umbrellas, everything in the world is there waiting for you. And all you need to do is draw close, say, Jesus, help, open your Bible, read it out loud. Faith comes by hearing and then start sharing with other people what good things God has done for you. 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. That's the telephone number where you can reach me, 360-629-5248. Operators will be waiting. Again, give your testimony. We'll send you some literature. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. My guest has been Dr. Bill Henderson, one of the founders of the Power Team. May God richly bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.
This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. My website is worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Check it out. See what Eagle Saving Nations is all about. You know this world is in crisis. America's in crisis. We're experiencing a communist coup in progress. Our nation has become evil. Our government has become evil. In the past, we've won war after war because we had Judeo-Christian values. We came against evil around the world, and we prevailed. But when we become evil... We are in for judgment unless a church can stop this insanity. And that's the whole point of Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to get into the stadiums. Pentecost has to come back down. And we've got to go forth without fear and intimidation with the boldness of God that Peter experienced once he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We have got to go forth and speak the truth and stop the lies of the enemy that's trying to destroy America, move us into a new world order where Christians will be severely persecuted. Once again, in the studio today, I have a prophetic woman of God, Sydney Hemingmore. We have a long relationship. God has spared her life multitude of times. I've interviewed her different times on this program. And God sent me again when I was starting a 20-state trip this summer. And my wife and I felt impressed to contact her. We met with her, and God spoke to her again. I'll let her tell you that story. Then after we left, we went ministering through the States, and she went on to Sweden. Sydney, welcome back to the Warning Program. Thank you, Jonathan. You know, when you gave your introduction that a second Pentecost that we needed. Yes. Well, the verse came to me, with God, all things are possible. And Jonathan, I have faith in my heart that God can do that. And I pray he has mercy on America. And I pray he gives us our second Pentecost, that he forgive our sins and bring us back to him. Amen, Sydney. I know that God has spared your life different times in the past from a multitude of calamities, heart, cancer, so many things, and we've done programs on that. But I, yes. I know that God led us to have you our first stop. You were my first yes. official stop on this yes. mission trip. And I, yes. I remember once again praying over you. Sydney? Well, the scriptures say that receive a prophet and you'll receive the prophet's reward. So... I received you and your son, little Jedediah, Michael, Jonathan, Jedediah, and he's so cute, and your beautiful young wife, Jonathan, and I received a reward beyond my wildest imagination. I'm 70 years young. Okay. Okay. Jesus saves the best wine to last. Oh, wow. Yeah, and look at Sarah. Look at she did her greatest work as a, a senior lady. So, so we can't expect our best years up ahead. Now, I had pretty much lost hope, Jonathan. You know, you asked how I was doing before Jesus healed me this last time, and I said, Jonathan, you know, I can barely get through the day. I'm just waiting for Jesus to come. Yes. And I didn't tell anybody, but I was wondering, you know, if I'd been dying because I was in a very slow decline for practically an entire year. Wow. Yeah, my body was racked with pain and everything was almost impossible. 
God gives me the strength to meet you and your family in Post Falls. And I'm there explaining to you this, you know, this horrible health problem that I'm suffering from. And all of a sudden, you took your wife's hand, you took my hand, little Jedediah, and you rebuked the spirit of death off of me. And I thought, oh my God, wow, that's it. And here it is several months later, and Jesus has returned me to full functioning and my body is not in tormenting pain. Jesus healed me once again. Amen. And it reminds, yeah, it reminds me of a couple of verses. You know, Jesus says, all you who are weary and heavy laden, you know, come to me, Jesus, and I will give you rest and take his yoke. Another thing he said is my peace I leave with you. I don't give you this peace, you know, like in this world. No, his peace he leaves with us. And I feel that Jesus has given me that peace. He's given me that rest. He's given me the best wine. And I want to pray for our viewer, too. I want them to get healing like Jesus gave me, Jonathan. Amen. Amen. Well, Do you feel moved by the Holy Spirit to pray for the viewer? Well, should you, I pray? I want you to pray. And uh, Sydney, God has certainly okay. renewed your strength. And you're mounting up with wings of eagles once again. And yes. uh, you said you're 70 years young. And I'll tell you what, if you didn't say that, people might think you're only 45 <laughs> or 50. Well, well, the camera makeup and hair makeup and wardrobe and lighting helps. <laughs> well, I, I believe so does the Spirit of God in you. You know, it does. In fact, Peter said something to that in the scriptures that that the uh, the holy women of old, they their beauty was it basically come from the inside. You know, <laughs> Jesus, the relationship with Jesus is their beauty. And so so I'll pray for our viewers. OK, go ahead. So, you know, if you're yeah, if you're feeling like. You know, you don't feel good or you're feeling old or not well or something. Well, good news. Jesus restored this grandma. He can restore you too, no matter what age you are. So don't Amen. fret. Don't worry. Just receive the healing, the healing power of Jesus. So, so let's pray now. Okay, Jesus, you know the viewer. You know the situation they're in. You know their health condition. And we want them to be restored, revived, and strengthened by your power and have a call of God on your life. In the name of Jesus, you have a call of God on your life. You're listening here. This is the Holy Spirit here. So we pray for your call on your life, your, new, your youth being renewed like the eagles, and Jesus give you the desires of your heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, that was good. That was good, Sydney. And I want you now, I know that uh, God was going to restore you because you had a mission to do in uh, Sweden. So I know you were going to visit I, your daughter. And, My uh, daughter. And I'm sure My God used you to be, you know, over there because God will use us wherever we're willing to be used, wherever we go. And so uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your experiences in Sweden? Of course, I was able to give my testimony how Jesus healed me of terminal cancer when my daughter was a little girl. Amen. Yeah. And so I always try to do that. I always try to 
be faithful. You know, Jesus said that we are his witnesses. So so that's basically our job is just tell what Jesus has done for us. And that's just every one of us, our job is just be faithful, just to tell about Jesus, you know, to the grandkids, to everybody that we can, the grocery clerks. You know, I think now, that, that's a good point you just made is when God has done something for us, we should continue to give him glory. You know, terminal cancer is no joke. And and so even though now it, it's been some time ago, it's no joke and other people are fighting it. And for you to continue to give that testimony encourages them. I mean, uh, I believe already it's encouraged this audience today. So that, you know, people are fighting for their lives, whether it's cancer or something else. But God delivered you. He healed you. I'm glad you said that you gave your testimony because that is critical. I don't know if you want to, in just a few words, give your testimony here for people that haven't watched our programs in the past. But I mean, I believe we should continually give God praise for what he's done. Absolutely. In Revelation, it says the saints overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and that we don't even love our own little lives. No, the word of our testimony is more powerful than our own little lives. So that's why we exist, is to testify of Jesus once we are his follower or his believer. Oh, that's good. That's good. We exist to give him testimony. Yes, exactly. That's it. All things what are made for him and by him. And so we are made for him and we exist through him. In him, we live and move and have our being, our existence. So I was about 36 or 37 or so. My body had seriously weak, become weak over about a period of a decade. Of course, I didn't understand why. And uh, so one evening... When I was nursing my little baby, I discovered a huge, like, rock, a huge lump in my breast. Wow. And I knew immediately I was dying of terminal cancer. I knew that because I could feel it. Then, um, I, so I was an atheist at the time, terrified of death. So I asked Jesus to get me to heaven and, you know, give my babies, my husband, a long life and then meet me, you know, so they could meet me in heaven someday. Jesus immediately took all fear of death off of me, so I wasn't afraid anymore. And then, uh, so I endured one horrifying year of chemotherapy. Wow. Yeah, my little boy was about one and a half to two and a half during this time period. And he says, Mom, the doctors are killing you. They're killing you. Don't go to the doctors. And I says, oh, no, Dana, they're helping your mom. Well, no, I would go in and have poison literally pumped right into my heart, okay, literally poisoning. And the poor little baby, you know, little my son, little Dana, he could see it. He could smell it. He knew I was being poisoned to death. Okay, so after enduring that one entire year, and, you know, talk about maddening, Jonathan, to actually have to agree to have the poison pumped right in the body. I mean, that is a maddening thing to agree to that because everything in the person and the human being wants to run away from that. So um, the cancer came back in the liver 
I called my mom, told her, you know, that I was dying, and she made me call uh, her old old man of God, Reverend uh, Stillwell, a, a retired Methodist minister who who started operating under the charismatic gifts and the charismatic renewal in the 60s in Southern California. So he prayed, and, and I was kind of like this, and he said, Jesus says he's going to heal you. And boom, right here, Jesus touched me. Now, I didn't see Jesus, but I experienced right here a warm wave go through me. And I, I was kind of like this, and I went like this, and I felt cancer blow out of my feet. And it reminded me of that man in the Bible who had leprosy, you know, that says, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus touched him and says, I'm willing to be clean. And boom, all of that man's leprosy was gone. And that's what happened to me. Jesus touched me. And boom, all cancer was gone. Wow. What is your feelings now on, on chemo? I, I heard you say, you know, that you must be not thinking to let them poison you with chemo. What's your opinion? Well, Jonathan, after Jesus healed me, I wanted to know the truth about everything. Everything. God, Jesus, chemotherapy, health, existence. So I started reading the Bible. The first time I read it through was one question. Is chemotherapy a way that God heals? Well, I got to be honest with you, okay? There were three places in the Bible that resembled chemo. Jesus said, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I was thinking, kill, steal, and destroy? Isn't that what chemo did? It killed my immune system. It killed the fast-growing cells. It stole my will to live. It destroyed my immune system. Well, there's your answer right there. Okay, real simple. And then Jesus said, but I, Jesus, have come to bring life and life more abundantly. So that's the most obvious answer from my personal experience. Now, what the doctors had wanted to do, they had wanted to get the, um, even after the cancer came back at that year, they had wanted to high dose me with more chemo, even though one oncologist says, no, we gave you the full dose of the 5-FU and the red devil and the, I think it's cytoxin. It's not going to work. No, we gave you the full dose that you could ever take for a lifetime, you know, which they had. But one uh, other oncologist says, oh, no, even though it's in the liver, I would recommend more chemo. Even though the cancer is in the liver, I'd recommend more chemo. Now, it, of course, was before Jesus touched me. And by the way, the doctors would not believe that the biopsy came back normal. They made me get two biopsies to prove that the cancer had disappeared. It was gone. Okay, so that's the first thing about chemo. Now, there's two, three more points I want to make about it. The second point is, is I had just read what happened to King David. You know, King David, he, he did something really bad. You know, his general said, don't do it, don't do it. But David did it anyway. He numbered the fighting men. You know, he numbered the tribes of Israel. Yes. In, other words, in other words, he did a census. So he was kind of declaring in his heart, oh, my men are our strength. In other words, not God is our strength. No, the men are the strength. 
So he did something bad. So the prophet came to him and said, look, you got to pay for this. You know, you are going to have to pay for this. And this is what David, and David said. He said, okay, let me fall into the hands of God because God is merciful. But let me not fall into the hands of man. So that was the reason I didn't take the second dose of chemo because First of all, I couldn't tolerate it, and I knew it brought death. But second of all, I went like King Dave did, that God is merciful, but not into the hands of man. Now, there's two more places that talk about chemo, and it gets pretty ugly, okay? Um, I think it's the prophet Isaiah. <clears throat> he's, he's the, there's the beautiful young ladies that Isaiah is talking about, and, and when judgment comes, they get stink instead of, you know, smelling the beauty of youth, okay? They get baldness instead of having the beauty of hair, okay? Yes. Um, what does chemo do? Chemo gives baldness and it gives stink. So, so there's the second thing, okay? So the first point was chemo, it kills, still, and destroys Satan. Second thing is chemo... Um, a description when somebody's under judgment or when a people are under judgment. You know, they get bald and stinky and all this horrible stuff, weak. Okay, then the third thing. In Revelation, it says the people are deceived by the, the Greek word is pharmakia. Now, that would be pharmaceuticals or sorcery, but uh, pharmaceuticals, pharmakia. And it says the people would not repent. So in Revelation, at the end of the age, the pharmacy, the pharmaceutical industry will be big and it'll deceive people. And, you know, mystery Babylon, you know, when it goes down, and one of the reasons is because of the pharmaceuticals or the pharmakia. So those are the, the three places in Scripture that, that I found that... You know, from my personal experience, Jonathan. Now, I did get the absolute highest dose they could give to anybody. So, you know, I have a very negative experience. And then also, I'm sorry to have to say this, but everybody who I know who's taken chemo, they're dead. They're dead. Amen. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we have a God that's not afraid of chemo. And... Uh, a God that can heal like you were healed then. You didn't go through another round when no. that man wanted to. And uh, so we have a God that believes in miracles. We are a miracle. We serve a miracle working God. And so I think that this testimony is meant for people right now. I know <coughs> we were going in another direction. But we'll continue with that um, later. But right now, I want you to pray for people out there. One, that are suffering cancer, uh, terminal cancer. Pray for people that have had chemo, that God will restore their immune system. And so let's just go into a, a time of, of prayer right now. Uh, believing that this program was uh, ordained by God. I, like I said, I wanted to talk about Sweden. We'll do it another day. 
But right now, you start to pray over people that have had a, a diagnosis of a terminal illness, people that have taken chemo, that God will renew their immune system, uh, people that have just been had the diagnosis, and uh, they're wondering what to do. Well, God can heal them. So, uh, Sydney, pray. And I think the way that you prayed for me, you rebuked the spirit of death. That's off right. Of me, Jonathan. That's okay, right. That's what I want to do now. Okay. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit of death off of the viewer right now in the name of Jesus. Okay. It's gone. That spirit of death is gone. You don't have to be afraid. You can live. And Lord Jesus, I ask that you heal the hearts, heal all the heart muscles, heal all the immune systems, give them strength, give them hope, health, and healing. And Jesus, uh, any sins that the people uh, may have done, um, you know, we all make mistakes, we all do things wrong and, and maybe even contribute to our own, you know, illness, Lord, any of the mistakes, forgiven. They are forgiven right now. So any heavy load is lifted off of the people right now in the name of Jesus. The sins are forgiven. The mistakes are forgiven. And right now we decree health into the person in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now there's uh, two things um, I want to say. One is if you are laying in bed and can't get out of bed, Go to the couch, okay? At least get up and go to the couch. So you don't have to be bedridden anymore. <laughs> Just get out of bed and go to the couch. Okay, and then here's the other thing. Um, Jesus, I guess, and Peter and Paul, for that matter, told people, get up and walk. Okay, so if you're having a hard time even getting up out of the chair, Regardless, get up and walk, even if it's three steps, and keep walking, whether it's five steps, ten steps. So get up and walk in the physical realm and get out of bed. You know, Jesus, when he, he was at, uh, at the pool there, let's see, the pool of Bethesda, he said to that man, who, who was, was laying on his mat, who couldn't even walk. He says, okay, you know, get up and take your mat, okay? And I think he said, and walk. So, so there's, the, there's the work in the physical realm. The work in the physical realm is get out of bed and walk, okay? And that's one of the things that I had to do when, when I had that cancer. Instead of laying in bed, and even after, you know, afterwards, I would come out to the couch, okay? I would come out and at least sit or lay on the couch. So get out of bed. In other words, take up your mat and walk, even if it's just walking to, you know, the bathroom or the kitchen or to the front door. So there's your prescription. Get up, take up your bed, get out of bed and do walk. And then faith, the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up in the book of James. And if they've committed sins, you know, in other words, wow, what, what did I do to, to help, you know, to hurt my health kind of a thing? Yeah, we all do. We all do. We all make mistakes. They will be forgiven. And that's what the book of James said. 
The book of James says, if you're sick, call for the elders. Well, here we are. I guess I guess we're getting more in the elder years, <laughs> Jonathan. Call for the elders and the elders will pray for you. So that's what we're doing now, praying for you. And anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. Well, uh, in this sense, at this point, the oil is the symbol of the oil of the Holy Spirit. So we believe the Holy Spirit is here, and we believe that the words we speak are words of spirit and life, and that the Holy Spirit is coming into you for healing now. Amen. And I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. I'm so grateful that you're here with us and getting hope right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, again, Sydney rebuked the, the spirit of death. Now you must... You must agree with that. You must believe in that. Again, faith is just acting on God's word. We don't give any room for the enemy. The battle's in the mind. We don't allow the enemy to create any doubt and unbelief like Adam and Eve doubted the word of God in the garden. They went into sin. We're not going to allow that. Uh, she rebuked the spirit of death and life is coming. Uh, renew that immune system in Jesus' name. Let that immune system be strong. And once again, as she rebuked the spirit of death, death come out of people in Jesus' name. Uh, cancer come out by the roots. Let these people be healed. Let them have a testimony like Sydney. Let them call in 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. And like Sydney said, we've all made mistakes. We need to eat right. We need to drink right. We got to cut out the sugars, uh, the bad carbohydrates. Again, we need to understand these things. I mean, fruits and salads and uh, vegetables. We need to eat right. Uh, you know, uh, civilization food is what they call it has destroyed mankind. And so we've got to eat properly too. We got to take care of our bodies. 360-629-5248. I have different books on health. If you want to order them, just call my office, 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, and we've got many books we can recommend you. And uh, Sydney, I'll tell you what, I know people right now were touched because this program was certainly led by the Holy Spirit. We want a different direction than what we were going to do, and so that means somebody out there needed it. Yay! And so I can't God. wait for Praise them to God. call in and give their testimony. Yes. Yeah, that is one thing. When a person's been healed, tell. Give your testimony. Call, call in and give your testimony. Amen. <laughs> Let us know that when we did this program today, Sydney and I, you were healed. Once again, 360-629-5248, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Org. If you're concerned over this situation in Israel, I need to go there and help the people of Israel rebuild their lives. You can send a special donation. God bless you. Tune in tomorrow as I continue with Sydney Hemingmore. And this time, we talk on Sweden. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. 
send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.